Good day, all you Achieving Reality, the podcast listeners. It's time for a new taste in beer. You have a dedicated palate and love great flavor in your beers. Well, Ironmonger Brewing is for you. We use the best ingredients around for our beers. We use less common hop varieties and small production malters to give you amazing flavors in every style of our beers. Ask your local to grab a keg or two so you can have some. Ironmonger Brewing, where flavor is forged. Achieving Reality, the podcast listeners, I have a special person on the line to give you a message. Hello, everybody. It's Tina Goodwin, founder of Achieving Reality, the podcast. I cannot believe you guys made it to 200 episodes. I was so impressed. I'm calling you long distance from Darwin, Australia. It's in the Northern Territories. That's where I live. Well, that's where I'm from anyway. Uh, so, I just wanted to say I'm very excited that uh, Larry, Chris, and the boys, except for Klaus, were able to do uh, such a great job for 200 episodes. Uh, I hope that there will be 200 more, and I'll be back in the States soon enough. Well, you'll know. So, uh, I'll do my regular thing. So, sit back, have an oldie soda. Um, I'm Tina, it's actually Ironmonger beer now. Oh, and um, uh, sit back, have an iron monger beer, and enjoy this episode of Achieving Reality, the podcast. See you at the end. Okay, so I understand that Achieving Reality is about ready to have their 200th episode. And I'm wondering why I wasn't invited to be on the 200th episode. I mean, I was on like, what, 189 or something like that. But anyway, guys, it's amazing to me you guys have hit the 200th episode mark, especially with Larry Greenstein as one of your co-hosts. But guys, wish you well, had a lot of fun, and I promise you, I will watch Rogue One very, very soon here so that I can sit down and comment on your podcast one of these days. Happy 200th episode, Pop Culture Architects for Achieving Reality, something we've all been trying to do all our lives. He kind of got the joke, too. That was even better. <laughs> that's that's pretty fun. That Did nice. you do that the Days of the Dead? No. No? Oh. Yeah, Tim's a podcaster. He has equipment and tools. So. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. I just thought maybe because you were there, he was there. We have other technologies that, yes. that work here. Yes. And of course, he's uh, going to be doing uh, Monster Attack with a rotation of co-hosts now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. We talked about that at Days of the Dead. Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> part of that. Yeah, you were, you were looking... Marissa was looking for you. I was looking for her. You were looking for her. And then I was. And we couldn't find either one of you. <clears throat> and then I looked for the door because I had to get going. But we found each other. Unfortunately. Hey. I mean, fortunately. <laughs> well, it was good that you did that before he left. Because, yeah. So, yeah, Jim's going to be continuing the Monster Attack uh, podcast. Well, and, and uh, he's already put another one out this past week. But, yeah, he's going to be um, having various co hosts come in and. Mammy Neat. Talk to him about all his favorite monster movies. Only his favorite monster movie? Yes. It's his show. That's cool. That is cool. So listen to uh, Monster Attacks. Monster Attack. That's what I just said. He said Monster Attacks. You won't find it if you type that in. You, you might. you find a bunch of other things. No, it could still come up. It'll just be further down the list. Maybe. Maybe. 
Hey, Grizz. Hey, Kristen. Hi. What's up? Welcome now to the 200. Yay, 200! <laughs> Congratulations. Sweet! Good day, welcome to 200. Yeah, good day, welcome to 200. <laughs> I have not had a chance to catch up with Kristen. Well, we have, but not on the show. Catch up with Kristen. I was going to say, yeah, personally, <laughs> yes, we have, but not, not for this. <laughs> so what you been up to? Um, well, just, um, playing gigs as usual. I'm booked for the rest of the year right now already, so that's a good thing. This is uh, February, right? Mm -hmm. so, uh, Very good. Yeah, well, I have... March by the time we hear this, and that's I a lot have, of gigs. I have nothing, I have nothing, I have no more openings, like, for all yeah, years, yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. a good thing. Not even a bar mitzvah. Because Larry's having one for a second. I already had mine, thank you very much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 30 happy, years ago. Happy belated. Yeah, very belated. Super, super belated. Happy, wow, that's a long time ago. Happy, wow. Um, yeah. How's your pen and pencil set yet? I got a, I got a, a cross pen set at the time. <laughs> what? I don't it's, know what that is. You don't know what a cross pen is? Like a cross? Like, no. Like, no, it's like, like a, a pen. Like a really nice pen. It's oh, and like it's that. brand name? Yeah, cross is the brand name. Not like this, because I have a flashlight on mine. I just get like a big pen or something. I don't know, fifty cents or two quarter. Well, I mean, you know, this is you give this you give is this it? to the thirteen-year-old okay. because you are now a man, so you have to have a, a nice pen and pencil set. Oh, okay, just See, in I, case I, you I get a job at a checking account. Yeah, because I lost mine within the first year, so. Does that mean future business owner? Yeah. <laughs> is that like that? Well, you lose important? it right in the beginning. <laughs> Future business owner! <laughs> no, if he loses it and then files a claim, it means future business owner. <laughs> no, that, that means future lawyer. It's like, sir, you're calling about a pen, but you don't understand. It's a cross pen! It's a cross pen! Super important! You're like $20, man! <laughs> so, how many of your gigs are going to be at uh, Naughty Soda? Well, um, I'm here once a month, so I'm here every second Saturday. Yay! And sometimes third Saturday. Sometimes third Saturday. I had just this month we had to make an adjustment next month. But other than that, it's every second Saturday. And it's a lot of fun. The crowds are getting bigger and bigger and everybody's having great yeah. positive feedback on the You were here last week, man, 163 people. That's awesome. It's crazy. No, it's just fantastic. I mean, I'm just really happy for you guys because you've got good products and it's just it's laid back and fun. She would know because she's I drink a lot of it. Well, I'm not here right now. I w that was last night, but not right now. <laughs> That's going to be obviously keeping me pretty busy this year. And then um, volleyball, just coaching on Sundays. Um, I cut, I'm not doing anything during the week anymore. I'm just doing Sundays. But which is kind of good because I've really been wanting to get out and see some of my friends play more and have some time to myself because I haven't had that in about the past four years because I've been working all day and I go straight to something in the evening. So it'll be nice to check out the competition. Sure. Get your mind out of the gutter. Well, that's impossible. <laughs> Who else never, never gets any time for them? Me. Oh, <laughs> so you know what I'm talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. But I mean, it's just I've met some I've met some other younger artists. Um, I've I've done a couple of gigs at Eddie's Attic recently, and I met um this a couple of really cool chicks and. Um, Hannah Zale and Sammy Michelson and I've been wanting to hang out with them because they're really talented they're good songwriters and I think it'd be fun to just sit and jam with them because I don't really get to do that anymore and I'm also going to be taking some more time just kind of I, I'm really bad about practicing <laughs> I 
for real will get on stage and you practice three times a week i practice when i'm at my gig people will ask me to play stuff and i'm yeah i heard that on the radio today i can totally do that i got that i swear i got that so i can't i just you want slipknot i got it yeah i don't have that <laughs> that's in my wheelhouse i know <laughs> We could break an E-string that much, huh? <laughs> I've set aside it's some... It's not G-string. True. Hey! <laughs> Zing! <laughs> but I've been setting aside some time to uh, kind of dig in and start working on lead guitar work um, and working on my bass playing a little bit more because, mm. well, I just think it'd be cool if, you know, maybe in the next year, at the beginning of next year, possibly just do some gigs with other bands and be a hired gun, not just get up there and sing the whole time like play bass i mean i think it'd be awesome because <laughs> it's so less pressure i just stand there i don't have to sing i just play bass or play guitar and bass you can go to the same time you skip so y'all can lay down an entire album oh yeah let's see but then but what would be awesome is if y'all ever call me and need something i can do everything but drums and, I and know skips a drummer <laughs> i know a couple of drummers because blackbird's a drummer too that's true he is <laughs> and marissa plays keyboard oh really Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Why did I know that? I can press play on a recorder. <laughs> and I sing. I'm really good at that. And I sing, so. And scream. And screams. I've never heard you sing. And no one really ever does. That I actually might do. have to change. Blackburn has some recordings, though, I understand. We it might does. have to make him sing next time I'm here. No. We can talk to Blackburn for episode 200 and get some of his no. old tapes. I, I, I think got you What should. are you talking about? I've got them. You well, then them? you need to bust those out. No, that's bad. It's from 92. So? Everything I sang yesterday. <laughs> and your point? It was still time past. What's your point? <laughs> It's 20 plus years. Did I mention I'm tired? <laughs> I have not slept. Welcome to my, 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 my world. I know. <laughs> you get plenty of sleep. I do? You're always bailing at like 1 a.m. or something. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I had just done a 12 hour day. Dave and I have catapults. Is this fights. a catapult? Yeah. Does Do you just pull it back? Yeah. Thankfully, there's nothing in it. Dave and I have catapult fights. He has one too. I want to put something in it. Here, I got the actual stuff for it. What do you like? Do you, is it a little ball? The <laughs> <it> balls, <laughs> balls. They are. It's a balls. Oh, and it pivots. With knobby things what? on it. It's suction cups on the bottom. This, this thing down. is not joking around. It moves and all kinds of stuff. For those of y'all out in podcast land, this thing's pretty interesting. I highly recommend getting one. Hold on, you it's keep okay. talking. I'll go find it. I'm, I'm gonna go in Europe. Bye. Yay. So where? What other places are you gonna be gigging at this year? Well, um, lots of different places. So um, I will be here. Um, I'm at my staple places like Nick's down out in Marietta off of Whitlock. I'm there every other Sunday. I'm at. Sundays I'm not there, I'm at Frankie's, so that takes all my Sundays. I'm playing at Patty's Pub about once a month. Um, back from Western Europe. <laughs> that was quick. Oh, heck yes. Um, Tim Lizzie's, Big Catch down in Buckhead, um, Black Bear Tavern, Parma Tavern. It's just it's just all over the place. I mean, from Buckhead, Atlanta, to Kennesaw, Marietta, Duluth, um, just all over the place. But it's good. It I have the indicator. 
Well, the only time I'm not at Decatur is if I'm at Eddie's Attic, and that's usually it. But I don't really do that that much. Okay, I'm yeah. about to launch this thing. I'm gonna aim it at the wall so it won't like hit anything. Oh, I got off the wall into your knee. <laughs> that's talent right Nothing there. Nothing but nut. <laughs> Nothing but nuts. <laughs> What's in the package, buddy? What'd you get? Shirts. Shirts. Yeah. Super cool shirts. Um, oddly enough, shirt like what she's wearing. Heck yeah, it is. What does it say? Someone? Um, no. Oh, that's creepy. What? <laughs> Says I'm a lumberjack. <laughs> she's okay. Well, she'll be here Sunday. I should order those shirts. <laughs> what size do you wear? I wear a large. Yeah, I get a shirt. Here, they're from China. That's an extra large. I don't know if they're gonna be too small or not. So. Okay. They were supposed to. Oh. What, what, what were they supposed to say? They were supposed to have the naughty soda logo on them. Oh really? And it doesn't. Nope. Why not? Uh. Stuff and things. Wow, that's an extra large. Holy Jesus. What, for Oklahoma? For what? Like a kid's extra large? Uh, you walk for Chinese? Large? The Chinese, I guess? Okay, well, this definitely needs to fit me. <laughs> if this is an extra large. Let me see if I got anything there. Dead. I got a whole mess of these things at home. This is like a small. God help me, they're shrinking. Well, I mean, just my shoulders from this way. Let's cut the sleeves off. I know. Right. Around, there's the cable guy. That would be sexy. Consider <laughs> yourself so lucky. You come on the show, you got it. Sure. Scott's gonna come on the show. We're gonna make him eat nasty things. <laughs> oh, nice. What kind of nasty things? Oh, have you seen those jelly beans? Those bean boozled jelly beans? Oh, you yeah. eat them, and it's like there's like a fart one and a booger and throw up. Oh, well, they're so they, gross. You know, they have two and uh, two of each color in the package, and one is like cotton candy. Yeah, and like, the other one's something else. And well, originally that was Bertie Bott's every flavor bean from Harry Potter. You can still get those. Yeah, but that's what that was. Yeah. And then people were playing their own game with it, and then they created the game Bean Boozled, and hence why they took it from the Harry Potter thing and made it made a Bean Boozled. Oh God, yes. I did crazy. that to people. I bought a big thing of Jelly Bellies, oh, and then a big thing of the the and Birdie Box, and there. dumped them together and mixed them together. I bet they were some pissed off. Oh yeah, people were like, oh cinnamon! I love cinnamon. They get like two cinnamons, and then like six pizza, and like nine spaghetti, and they'd be like, oh, the hell! This isn't cinnamon. I'd be like, no, it's not. <laughs> oh yeah, well, I knew I knew what I was getting into. I, I mean, I knew what it was, and. I don't even know. I can't remember what I got, but I remember I took a bite and I was like, I spit it out on the bar in front of everybody. <laughs> and everybody was laughing so hard. And I went, this shit is not funny. I need like, I need like Jack stat, like rinse it out. <laughs> I need Jack stat. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Jack stat. Jack stat. Sounds like a really good assassin name. He's friends with Marcho. Sounds like a good character. <laughs> no. Jack stat. I'm just ready for somebody to like say chimichanga. <laughs> chimichanga. I do like chimichangas. I just like saying that word. I like burritos A too. lot. I just like saying it. Gordito. Yeah. I like half the stuff on Taco Chicken Bell's menu. taco thing. Yeah. Half of Taco Bell's menu is just fun to say because it's funny. Well, yeah, because they, they know that 
half of Taco Bell's menu is going to be three in the morning. Well, it used to be I could go to Taco Bell before they tried to get all fancified with their cantina bowls and whatnot. You go to Taco Bell, and it was like 17 items on the menu. Every one of them with the same ingredients. They're Pretty still basically much. like, like here's that. Here's a taco. Here's a flat taco. Here's a rolled up taco. <laughs> <laughs> here's one with cheese. Here's one without. Here's a cold one. Here's a hot one. <laughs> cold taco. Oh yeah. Hey, oh, when you're hung up, when you're hung over in the morning, and that shit's been in the refrigerator overnight, you do not care. It's like cold pizza. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cold, cold pizza. At least it's not late mm -hmm. night from Walmart. We've been doing the late night cravings, frozen foods from Walmart. Is this kind of a series on the podcast? What? That's a real good mess. Okay, so what has that been about? Okay, the latest one was these cheeseburger bites. Cheeseburger bites. So what, do y'all like go get it? You bring it in here and like... He, he buys them and then we... Because, you know, we do this at my house normally. Okay. I may have blocked. Like, have you gone through there and looked for the thing. worst thing you can find and try it? Is that what you've done? It's the most interesting thing. We can the buy. most interesting thing. He wants to see what I'll eat, pretty much. Ooh, there's got to be some good stuff down there. Next time, I'm going to send you a text with, like, a suggestion next time I go in there. I'm going to yeah, go down. Go down it might have been a pretzel thing. So you haven't tried any of the crazy there. seafood stuff, then, I take it. No, I'll eat anything, though. Literally. I will look. Oh, I'm so going to see. There's only two things I won't eat. Dog so crap. Well, well, if it's considered food. Yeah, <laughs> actual food. Though, if it's prepared right. In a tartare with a nice... Uh, <laughs> the nice... With some follow beans and a nice can. Oh, God. <laughs> that sounds horrible. So without getting into uh, any specific projects, you branched out this last year. Did you some acting this year? Oh, yeah. That was so much fun. Yeah, you look great with a gun. Oh, well, that, I don't know what's going on with that. They put a halt on that. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, so, but, um, yeah, so I, I worked with you guys on the 48-hour um, film, and that was really fun. And I'd never acted or anything before, so. You didn't really have to act too hard. <laughs> Not Jim really. just kind of creeped you out. Jim so. just the, the creepy guy, and I just acted like I did when I'm usually on stage. Because he's available. Oh, my God, that was the funniest thing. Especially when he said it, I went, oh, my God. <laughs> can, I, can I get security? And I, I looked at him and I went, seriously? <laughs> but, um, and then I've got another buddy of mine, um, local. Um, he is doing his series that he wrote, and it's called Driver. And I play the main character's, like, mistress or girlfriend. I, I, Fifty Shades uh, of Chevy. Well, it's... It's not like there's we did one scene where we're actually in the bed together, but like I'm clothed, he, you know, it just looks we're waking up basically. And his phone rings and I have to roll over and I just smack him and tell him to answer his phone. And then we do a bar scene where I'm um, in the bar. Parallel bars? Yeah. I did my I did, like, I did my I did I, I did my uh, my whole routine from uh, you know second grade when I took gymnastics for two weeks. <laughs> as long as you stuck the landing, that's all I, <laughs> I stuck more than that. Hey! <laughs> but uh, so it was cool. Well, it's like this interview. <laughs> so it was it's fun though. It's it's interesting. It's a lot different than sitting and just playing. Because of how well, many times, well, y'all, well, yeah, because of the time constraints, yeah, that was a lot different. But it's interesting how many times you have to walk 
and do the exact same thing over and over and over because they have to move the camera and then they have to move this and then you have to be shot from this side and that side and I'm like I guess that's I mean I'm assuming that's normal but that it's normal. but it's just it's so weird because it takes for well, no lie. How many times? Well, for no, we're, I'm we're not even. Into, like the 58 take. Then. It's not well, quite normal. No. it was just for 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 maybe a two-minute scene. For maybe a two-minute scene, it took several hours for just that, and I'm going, God, does this? I just it makes me wonder. Does this ever get done? <laughs> Movies depends on who you're working with. Yeah, movies are the hurry up and wait job. Literally, it's the hurry up and wait. All right, you need to be here at this time. We need to put you in makeup. That'll take four hours. And then you need to be on the stage. So you go into makeup. They're like, that'll take another hour. Then, but no, then they, then you get everything done, and you're out there, and they're like, "Yeah, we don't need you until tomorrow." Like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I I don't know. It's it's a lot of fun because it's it's something totally different than I've ever done, and it's um. It's neat getting to just do something else artistic. And um, it's my friend Damon Woods. Damon Wayans, what? Huh? Damon Wayans, what? Damon Wayans? I don't know, but give him a plug. Damon Wood. Because I don't think I know. Give him a plug anyway. He's, yeah, he's um, he's on my Facebook page. Um, But the name of the, the name of the, uh, the little series that we're doing, the pilot's almost done, he said, but it's called Driver. So um, it's kind of like a noir kind of film-looking thing. It's everything I've seen so far has been in black and white, and um, it's about this um, gentleman who is like a—he's uh, an on-call driver, and he he gets phone calls and he goes and picks these people up. But there's always these weird situations that happen, like um, it's kind of like four rooms but with a driver. It's kind of like Klaus on a normal day. <laughs> But it's, but I mean, it's not just you pick up someone and it's a normal ride. There's just random stuff that ends up happening, and and um, it looks really cool and it, it sounds cool. And um, I've only read my parts for it and seen what I'm doing, so I don't really know what's going on for the rest of it. But so far, it looks amazing. Um, Damon's really talented, and um, it looks it looks high it looks high end. Like it doesn't it doesn't look like somebody with it no y'all's look great too i mean it's just it doesn't look like it was shot with a phone or or you like crappy it's it was very well done it looks great hey you stand over there oh crap i dropped my iphone yeah no it's just (laughs) but he's he's uh he's been doing this his whole life and he just he's really really good don't shake the table trying to hold his phone we can show you the one we did it skips Wait, what now? That last project we did on Black Friday. Oh, cool. No, I haven't seen that finished except for one shot, which we got set up in the back. Which held me in, funny enough. Nice. Yeah, so we did the one with Skip's Place, and we're going to do another one coming pretty soon. Yeah. With with Jim. Jim's going to be our star. I love Jim. Is that that the Lear thing? Yeah, that's the theme Lear thing. Okay. Oh, yeah, y'all were telling me about that. You were telling me about that, actually. I think I might have mentioned something. Yeah, you did tell me about that. Last time I was here, we were discussing that. Yeah. That's cool. So you're you're moving forward with that. The King Lear? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. He he wants to do it then. I can't wait to see that. You got a book and everything. That's super impressive. (laughs) Got a book and some new lenses. Hooked on phonics works for me. Yay! Nay! Hooked on Shakespeare. Shake it off. Shake it off. Hey, hey. 
Then we got Larry's. This is wonderful. We got Larry's project to do after that. Yeah, it's a uh, ode to uh, the tramp. Charlie Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin. Oh, okay. So basically, we're going to modernize. I said tramp. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, the tramp, oh. the little tramp. Okay. Charlie Chaplin did one. And he's, he basically walks around. It, the character it, that he plays with the hat. And the mud. Okay, yeah, that's gotcha. the tramp. Okay. And you know, in this movie, he does the thing with the bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's from that movie. Okay. And uh, I want to modernize it and and uh, make it a, uh, a modern. Gotcha. But I, I'm I'm the tramp in it. So cool. He's not ashamed. Screw you. Get your Hitler stash on. I'm a little Hitler. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, you're Jewish, right? Just wondering. It's true. Yeah, that would be really neat. I I got a too small suit. Actually, I have a too big. No, I don't have anything too big. I'm too fat. I have too small suit. That'll be helpful. Yeah. What color is it? Yes. Yes. Well, I was going to say, if it's in black and white, it shouldn't matter, right? It matters. It does? It does. Oh. Yeah, because okay. it's it's white well, and white. Paisley. Well, it's not going to be Paisley. It matters. It's not Paisley. It's stars. So what now? I might have to get back to work in a minute. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I don't ready. know what time I it is. I gotta go to bed. I'm exhausted. Yeah, she's gotta be up in three hours. Play here. Yeah. <sighs> well, I gotta be at the gym in the morning. I gotta do. Who's a, gym? No coaching oh. lesson. I've got I've got a group of kids I'm coaching from one to oh, two. It's Sunday. Sunday. He says we're going to be recording tomorrow. Woo. Strange enough, we're going to be recording right now too. Well, congratulations, guys, on 200. That's Thank you. very awesome. Thank you for coming. I'm glad up. to be a part of it. Yes. We are too. I'm glad to be a part of it too. Clap it. I'm clapping out. Clap it out. Clap out. <laughs> Oh my God, your hands look broken when you do that. <laughs> it's like, you know that trick with the pencil? When you do that, that's what your hands look like. It's like, I don't know if it's real or if my eyes are messing with me. I can do that trick with the pencil really well. People just <laughs> flip out, they're like, oh! <laughs> All right. I like cake. Yeah, that's cake. Yes, he does like cake. cake. Like cake. Apple sauce. No, that would be pie. I mean, if you actually baked it in a cake, I'm sure it would have a good flavor, but it's baked into the cake. Well, it's then not it's like used it's as a ingredient of. Right, right. Because you can't. But I mean, if you use it, like, you would eat it. But it's different because it's cooked. I won't eat applesauce, applesauce. I've had it in other things. To be honest, I can kind of see that. Like, applesauce does not taste like you're biting into an apple. Like, it is totally different. And the well, consistency is really nasty, too. It's just like. It's not a texture thing. <laughs> oh, I wish we had a camera. That face was perfect. God, was, we had, like, they you, had like four cameras right this uh, time. No. I wish we had a no, camera. No. There's only four in here. I wish we had one that was actually on. There's two in here. No, but like, two in there. is that like it's like a it's like a dog where you put peanut butter in his mouth. It's just like, yeah, like gross, man. It's sick. No, well, I'm not. A, I'm not a texture guy. It's not a texture. Uh, yeah. Is this the taste? No. Well. Kind of, sort of. You somebody made you eat it a lot, didn't they? Mm. Yeah. See, that's why I don't like they, green beans. They ground up vitamins into it. Oh. So every time I eat it, I get that that bitter vitamin taste. Yeah. And they they gave us swirly. Swirly. Well, thank you for stopping. Oh well, I'm not thanking you for stopping. I paid you to be here. You did actually. Yeah. yeah. I worked. Well, I'm you did. You didn't. No, well, thank you for stopping into the office for the podcast. It was good to see you guys.
Hey, this is Howard with the Whiskey Minute Podcast, and I just wanted to wish my pals, Chris, Larry, Big Larry, and of course the beautiful Marissa, and congratulations on your epic 200 weeks in a row, episode 200 of the Achieving Reality Podcast. You guys do an awesome thing over there, man. Keep it up. I'm always listening, and let's get drunk on episode, say, 250. Well, actually, let's make it 500. We'll get crazy. All right, guys, congratulations, and I wish you nothing but the best. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Aww. All these people love us. Sorry. Did you do that via phone? Or did he send you a little thing? He sent us a message. Yep. It was our friend Howard from the Whiskey Minute Podcast. Hey, Chris. Hey, Hello. You know, Hello, Larry used to be a television show. Yeah. Yes, it was. It was a spinoff of Different Strokes. Yep. Um, McLean Stevenson. We toasted bread. What have <laughs> you got for us? Uh-oh. All right. By request. Vegemite? No. Marmite. Hey! I was good on the second one. What is that? This stems from our diets with twiglets. Yes. My friend James Fitzgibbon, to whom I bequeath the remainder of our twiglets, asked me, well, have y'all done Marmite yet? I'm like, well, no. Like, well, you should do Marmite then. So, guess what? We're doing Marmite. We're doing Marmite. All right. And we needed something to put the Marmite on. And I read that it was commonly served for breakfast on toast. Okay. For those people who might not know, Marmite is a concentrated yeast extract paste enjoyed at any time of the day, whether on toast for breakfast, in sandwiches at lunchtime, two pieces of toast, or as an added ingredient in stews and casseroles. They also say on the back, add it to your gravy. Yeah, I saw that. I got creeped out. <laughs> You're like, no, no gravy. <clears throat> so. I'm like, how are we going to make gravy? <laughs> Marissa, whip us up some gravy. <laughs> so, so, In the air fryer. <laughs> so, oh Marmite, yeast extract, rich in whip, B whip, vitamins. Whip, stir, whip, 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 stir. One, what? That's just a pop culture reference for those people who, are, who know what it is. <laughs> 100% vegetarian. Okay. In your gravy, maybe? And it shows a gravy boat. Because <laughs> gravy. gravy is a staple for vegetarians. It, it, it shows yeah. a gravy boat, a plus sign, a jar of Marmite, and it says equal yum. I think a whole jar in your gravy might be a bit much. Put some mite in your bite. Oh. Oh, that's not bad. They have recipes on Facebook. For that? <laughs> Woo. Let's look them up. Yeast extract spread fortified with B vitamins contains yeast extract, which contains barley, salt, Vegetable juice concentrate, <laughs> vitamins, thiamine, riboflavin, niacin, vitamin B12, and folic acid. This may be the healthiest thing we've had in the whole podcast. And wow. natural flavoring contains celery. <laughs> I don't celery? think we've run across that warning before. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so it's London, of course. This is funny. 
Call the Marmite Love Line, free at 0800-0323-656. Oh, Monday through Friday, 8 to 6. Store in a cool, dry place. Best before end. End of what? The world. Best before the end of October 17th. Uh, of October 2017. 1976. <laughs> 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 Here we go. Uh oh. You should be good with this. You handle yeast and barley all the time. Smells good. Everybody want to get a smell of it? <laughs> he put it to his face like, this is going to be awful. And then he smells like, what this smell like? Kind of like bullion. Well, I think it's the vegetable. Yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to concentrate. Can be. All right. Now, if this is anything like Vegemite, which it is, you put a very little amount on. This is not scoop a big blob like peanut butter and go balls wild. But since this is a review, Larry's going to take half the jar. Ooh, stringy. So I'm going to take that amount of a blob. Well, you know, make sure that you got you know. And try and spread it out. A fairly even coat. Over the whole thing. It has to be a thick coat. Yeah. You don't have to do both pieces of bread, I'm assuming. No, no. Unfortunately, I think I might need more. I'm actually nervous about this one. Because I've heard so many bad comments about Vegemite. Oh, that's, that's a big block. Yeah, it is Just a big put, block. Put some on mine. Well, hold on. I don't want to touch it. Put it on this <laughs> one for us. No, you need the whole experience, person. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, must I? <laughs> Do I have to? Do I have to? It has a bit of a reputation. Yes, it does. At least over here. I don't know what it has ever. They love overseas. it. They love it overseas, mm-hmm. especially Australia. All right, give me, well, here. We've all got our own little knife. All right. So we don't cross-contaminate. Oh, wow, she went crazy. Mm-mm. Well... No, it's not, it's not. Looks like caramel. No crazier, yes, no crazier than you, man. True. Salty. <laughs> hey, right, let's no spoilers. No spoilers. Woo! Let's make our sandwiches. I know, riveting podcasting. Try not to get this on the carpet, please. It's a bit thick. Yeah. And yeah, it kind of has this consistency of melted caramel. But it stays that same consistency. And there's no getting oh. it back off your knife, apparently. Wow. You probably got some. <laughs> okay, well, I'm okay. Gonna... apparently you can't make a nice, even coat. No, you can't. I'm gonna uh, sandwich one this, because Marissa open-faced it. The... Oh, shit. That sounds... Well. sounds weird. She open-faced it. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, putting the other piece of bread on it kind of kills the flavor. Yes. That's like salty toast. It, it's exactly like it salty is, toast. It is a salty toast. Now, granted, I licked the knife. I'm contemplating it. And it doesn't, it, it's not bad. I was expecting a lot worse. It's got an umami thing going. It's a very umami thing going, yeah. It's salty. It has a little bit of that vegetable extract kind of thing going for it. Okay, I'm going to give you one, another one of my weird ideas. Okay. I wonder how this would be as an additive to beer. Mm. The only problem I see is it eating and becoming. So yeast extract does that mean it's, it contains? It contains active yeast. Yeah, yeah, it's going to contain. You, could you cut the yeast that you put in and put this in place? 
Probably a little bit. I don't know what, what type of yeast this is. It might end up making a sour. It might just end up ruining the beer in general. Because it seems like a hint of this flavor would be pretty be, good. It'd be a stronger beer. Unfortunately, there's no way I can really taste it unless I make a beer at home. I can't because... <laughs> just make me a cup of beer. There's no... Yeah. <laughs> well, I can make a small enough amount. I could probably do a cup of beer, but... <laughs> That's a lot of effort. Yeah. But... I would just be afraid that if you did it and you used regular yeast and everything, they might not. Oh, I don't know where you'd look to see what kind of yeast that is. Yeah, well, it's well, it's a generic. It's a generic yeast. It may be a specific one. Well, well, it's. I know it's not lactobacillus, and I know it's not Brettomyces. It might just be bread yeast. I can actually see this used. This sounds crazy. With Chinese food. Mm-hmm. As a dipping well, sauce. Well, I don't know about a dipping sauce. I can see it being used. Or, or, you can make a dipping sauce with it. With yeah. it, yeah. I would think that's what I could see it. For. Or used in a stir fry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell, well, hell, I could see it used. <laughs> I, I got hit with that salt nut. Mm-hmm. I could see it used as in part of, parts of curries and stuff too. I mean, drooling now. Oh, it's not. It's not horrible. No. It's not even really that bad. I. Honestly, think that the, what they say on the back, add it to your gravy, it would really boost a gravy. You can add some well, a lot of savory dishes. Yeah, it is definitely for savory. Not so good in cake. <laughs> Neither is beer. Yeah, they said bread, toast, savory biscuits, or crackers, and other similar baked products. They even suggest that you put this with butter, too. Butter yeah. and margarine. That's what they say with uh, Vegemite. You have to put a thin layer of butter and then you put this in. Well, we'll get around to that one eventually. Well, if it's anything like this, we've basically done it. But Vegemite has more vegetable in it. Probably. You can actually make this into a hot drink by adding one tablespoon to a mug of hot oh, Bovril. What? Bovril. You add it to Bovril. Oh, or Oxo? Yeah. Is that kind Bo- of like Bovril a is a meat soup, basically. But the British drink it as a tea. Remember when we were watching the uh, Top Gear and they were driving through the uh, Arctic Circle? Uh-huh. May had a container of Bovril with him the oh, whole time. Oh, that's right, that's right. And it had Marmite in it. Maybe I should get the butter out and put some on it and put that on there. Go ahead and grab the thing and we'll, we, might, we might as well toast another piece of bread and cut that in half too. So we can all try it with, with the butter. butter. I guess that's part of this part of the trade secret is what kind of yeast it is. Mm. But if it's dead yeast, it won't matter at all. Then it's just gonna ruin the beer because of salt. Yeah, unless you're making the goza, because that's a salty beer. I like a little salty beer. And wouldn't the extra salt kill the, the active yeast? Well, I mean, it matters how much of this you're using. If you use one jar, probably not. I mean, if you're using one jar and 700 gallons of beer, it's not going to do that much. Oh, it's a pretty strong flavor. I don't know if I use that much. But a, a hint of it would, I think, would probably be a good a good thing. It might do something. Because it kind of hits you right there in the, the back of the tongue there. Yeah. I was fairly nervous about this. And I'm the guy who'll eat almost anything, so... And I guess the, uh, the combination of the barley and yeast and stuff gives it kind of a, we'll say, a beer note. It would it would probably be pretty decent in a stout. This apparently was invented by accident. <laughs> in the late 19th century, a German scientist discovered brewer's yeast 
could be concentrated. All right, well, it is brewer's yeast, so it is a specific type of yeast. In 1902, the uh, Marmite Food Company was founded in Burton-on-Trent, Staffordshire, where the raw material was readily available from the town's brewers. Man, closer than you thought. So that means it was it's used brewer's yeast. So it could come to them dead already. And, you know, if you think about it, you're there, you're brewing. In those days, they didn't really have great refrigeration or any. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they used the yeast, it did its thing, and it died. That was it. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me put... The, uh, theoretically possible. Yeah. It needs to be a subtle hint, not a yeah, not a pickle hint. <laughs> well, Larry's worked hard on these sandwiches. Yeah, so I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here we go. Cardiolis so... is approved. <laughs> so a little butter, a little marmite. See if this if this tastes. Any Let's see if this. Maybe I still got the Maggie out in the car. We'll just season this <laughs> and up. And a little Maggie, and we'll all die of salt poisoning. Well, I'll tell you, this is salt bread. This special, <laughs> special mix of bread. Ooh. Boy, that really makes it shine through, doesn't it? Wow. Yeah, it does. Wow. Yeah. That gives it a nice little <laughs> base to work off of. Mm. Whoa. Mm. Wow. Whoever, who would have ever thought straight up was going to be better? Oh, well. I mean, it's not horrible, still. <laughs> Ooh, it's, it's, but it's it's harsh. It's harsh. Yeah. It, it, Let me just it, tell you, the salt comes out even more. Yeah. With the butter. This punches you in the crotch and says, good morning. <laughs> How do you do? I'm Marmite. <laughs> here you doing? I'm here to punch you in the cock. Yeah, Whoa. from from now on, we have a, I'll, I'll, I'll suggest to distribute. Just a little butter. What could it hurt? <laughs> Whoa. Do not add the butter to the beer. No. No Marmite butter beer. No. Yeah, sorry. Wow. I guess that was my my mistake for reading that. <laughs> Martin. No, because that's what they—that's what Hugh Jackman says you're supposed to do with Vegemite. Is add a little butter, mm-hmm. and then you put a little slab of Vegemite. Wow! And he's Wolverine, so he has to be telling the truth. Wolverine's Canadian, but the character he plays—I mean, the person who plays him isn't. I think, Larry, you need to get some milk. Yeah, or something. Do we have any fire? <laughs> then there's some peroxide in the bathroom. Oh my God. <laughs> Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to suggest the ingestion of Marmite and butter together. Unless you're British. Yeah, well, British or Australian or someplace that has a palate that's more in line with this flavor profile. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's, that's, that's a hell of a difference. That's huge. I feel bad now that I read this. <laughs> I was, a. Uh, Considering throwing this last bite out to the squirrels, but they ain't done nothing to me. Ooh, let's put a little bit on your little uh, garden decoration. <laughs> That'll stop him from chewing on it. Or make him chew on it more. Oh my god. <laughs> what are you putting in these squirrel traps? You should never guess. It's more might with a little butter. Mm. Oh, that's better. It's on the bread just by itself. If you're into umami, a lot with a bit of salt <laughs> into salt and go for it yeah it's not as bad as people say no Mm-mm. if you put down a layer of butter first buckle up because <laughs> that's gonna be a doozy 
I'd still eat it though. Yes, you may have to. <laughs> okay. I don't see uh, Linda tucking into this. I don't see me tucking into it. I was <laughs> to say, I don't really see you tucking into it either. I mean, but like it's, if it was a part of something else, yeah, maybe. Stew. Like, what are you talking about? Uh, we're going to be going to Roasters a little bit later. That's right next to Kroger. I'm buying fucking gravy. Then <clears throat> <laughs> they put it on. This is going to buy some gravy and eat it with a straw. Yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll send you a Fucking lumpy gravy. <laughs> I think you want those boba straws. We'll send you a message and say, hey, Mary's hey, dead. They're <laughs> like, thanks, Chris. What kind of gravy did you get? <laughs> it was Asian gravy made with soy sauce, Dale's, and Maggie. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Maggie. Oh my gosh. You were in here for that one. Yeah, I was. I was here for the Maggie. Yeah, I thought. No, that was just Chris and I. Well, I was Chris. And what was... No, I wasn't here for that one. <laughs> no, I thought there was one sauce that you guys brought. No, the Maggie you weren't here for. You were with yes. your mother. Oh, I must have been with my mother. So, henceforth, you'll live longer. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. Not that it's bad. I like the, I like the Maggie sauce, but... It, it works good. Don't put it on salted food. Yeah, it work, It works good on stuff. Drinking it straight was just not good. No, that wasn't a good idea. It tastes you like... Wash those sauce, no, I'm kidding. You wash those shot glasses, right? Yeah, it tastes like beef bouillon. Oh, okay. Maggie. Both of them did. Right? Which is actually... It's funny because when I went to pick those up, I found a bag of Maggie bouillon. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of appropriate. You're supposed to drop it in your stew or whatever you're making. Instead of putting liquid in there, I guess. Okay. So, if you're interested, Marmite is good by itself. I will find out what it does in gravy. And uh, report back. And, and report back. Yeah. And I'll probably put it on a couple other things to figure out how it works with Bananas. other stuff. Yeah. Grapefruit. Grapefruit. That's, that's gonna be our next YouTube series. Larry puts Marmite on stuff. Wait a minute. What if we? Okay. Wait, I what? thought it was just gonna be watch Larry eat stuff. No, this is what we need to do: get a savory biscuit that's already a little sweet. And then that would be a the, sweet biscuit, not a savory then, one. Okay, sweet, and then put that Marmite on it and see if that tastes any better. Sweet and salty sweet always go together. Oh, sweet cornbread. Okay. Use a little. Use a little bit. <laughs> No, not a little bit of cornbread, a little bit of Marmite. Yeah, that, that might be our new web series. Watch Larry eat, Chef? Larry puts Marmite on stuff. <laughs> yeah, watch his face as he <laughs> tries to keep his cool. What did you bring for me to put Marmite on this week? Chris. This week we have grapefruit! <laughs> oh, no. Yay! <laughs> Yay! This week I brought you applesauce, Larry. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> more my applesauce? I don't think that's gonna be. I don't think it's gonna work. Well, especially considering mm, I ain't eating it. Oh, no, I don't think so. What do we put on this week? Watermelon. It'd be Ew. weird. Yeah. I wonder what that would do with watermelon. Make it taste like marmite. Probably, because watermelon is such a light flavor. Unless you have my watermelon naughty soda. It's a pretty strong watermelon. Kind of hits you in the face there. Watermelon. <laughs> Here, how'd you like a watermelon? Watermelon. So, all right. Um, I'm not going to buy it again because this is going to last me quite a while. But provided you don't break this knife off in it. Put, no, I'm going to use a metal knife from, from that point forward. But um, Larry tries to drink marmite through a straw. No, 
video's like 12 hours long. <laughs> Doing there. Ends with about halfway up. Larry's pass out three times. <laughs> taking two, taking two six-hour breaks. <laughs> oh my gosh! Funny enough, it hasn't gone down any since. <laughs> it's still there. Oh good! I hate to lose ground. I would buy it again. I'm probably not going to for a while, but I would. Use sparingly, folks. Very sparingly. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're doing the butter thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, I have, I, I have heard that Vegemite does taste different. So we're going to have to try it. At some point. Maybe not today. No, not well, we don't have any today. So. so this is probably a good thing. Oh, another round. Okay. Uh, uh. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just going to huh. go outside and lick this gravel. <laughs> Where's that dog? I want to... Thank you, ma'am. Why did you lick my dog's butt? Marmite. <laughs> oh, that's my dog's name. <laughs> oh, I was wondering why his butt was so salty. You need to stop feeding this dog uh, vegetable bullion. <laughs> I might actually bring it with us to dinner. I'll get something there with gravy. He's going to walk past people's tables and <laughs> put a little bit on everybody's plate. <laughs> That'd be kind of difficult to do with as thick as this is. Uh, that's all I could do. <laughs> thin it out with a little turpentine. <laughs> a little turpentine. So, all right, well, there we go. Uh, let's uh, cue some Marmite music. How are you doing? This is A-Rob, also known as Albert Roberts, filmmaker, artist, beard, former guest of Achieving Reality Podcast. I want to tell uh, Larry and the team over at Achieving Reality and also Naughty Soda and Iron Monger, I love you guys. Keep doing what you're doing, pretty much mainly because uh, you rock. Peace. That was cool. Yeah, that was cool. Very good. Well, thank you, Albert. Thank you. And thank your beard. (laughs) And the beard. And the beard. Hey, Chris. Hey, Larry. Uh, What are we doing now? Wow, you seem really up for this whole 200th anniversary thing. I'm a little... uh, I'm pulling a meta here because I know what's going on off stage and I'm a little leery about what you're going to pull out next. <laughs> Since you said I probably won't know anything that to help, what the, whatever the hell you're talking about. Do you remember the 70s? A little bit. I'm assuming you can tell by the uh, theme music that we have another Larry's record collection. Yes. Yeah, Klaus is fond of the 70s. This is a Klaus choice. Oh, this is a Klaus choice. Oh, crap. Okay. you remember TV in the 70s? Yes, I do. Oh, good. Then you may remember these two faces. I don't remember that. You don't remember Pink Lady and Jeff? No, I do not remember Pink Lady and Jeff. Jeff Altman's short-lived sitcom? Oh, no, I definitely don't remember that then. With the Japanese sensation 
a pink lady? No, but they're quite hot. Wait, what is her name? Me? Um, I'm assuming it's May. It's M-I-E oh, okay. and K K E I. Okay. Me, May, May and Kai. Could be my. My and K and Kai. Okay, so this is their 1979 album. Ah. I believe this is their American debut. Ah. This copy is promotional, not for sale. So that means it was given to a radio station. So do not sell it. Well, I won't. I haven't sold any of the stuff you've given me yet. That's a nice pair of legs to look at while you're reading these things. Side one. Yes, the gatefold is um, full done, body shots of yeah, it's done pink lady uh, centerfold style. Except it pulls, it pulls inward. Uh, produced and engineered by Michael Lloyd. Arranged by John DeAndre. Well, the ones with the stars are arranged by Eric Bulling. Second engineer is Jim Crosby. Musician contracting, Sean Harris. Mastered at Artists and Sound. Uh, they did a lot of stuff there. Uh, recorders by Bob McLeod. Special background vocals, The Pearl Divers. Does that mean it was naked Japanese ladies? Could be. Hey. Hey. Personal direction, Paul Drew. I don't know what he drew though. Personnel or personal? Personal. Ooh, he took a personal interest P-E-R-S-O-N-A-L. in P-E-R-S-O-N-A-L. Took a personal interest in the in the pink lady ladies? I I or wouldn't I wouldn't doubt that he would. As I like to call them the Mothra twins. <laughs> I'd take a personal interest in these two. Uh, let's see. Uh, album design, Mike Salisbury, Steak. Uh, cover photography, David Alexander, Graham Bell. By Electra and Asylum from New York and Los Angeles. It's a, it must have had a tape on it at some point. In time. Yeah. There was, they used to have these labels. They were about yay long, mm-hmm. yay wide, and it would um, say for promotional use only and have the track listings on it. Just for ease of radio stations. They may have had that on there and someone peeled it off. That's what it looks like. Uh, Side one, Kiss in the Dark, Dancing in the Halls of Love, Show Me the Way to Love, Walk Away, Renee, Uh, Strangers When We Kiss, Side two. This goes all about making out. Well. What? And fucking. If you want to put a more crude spin on it, I was trying to lift the episode up from some of your previous... um, Segments. You haven't met me, right? Huh? <laughs> Remember, everything's either funny or dirty or dirtily. You're, you're Larry, right? Mm. I was earlier. I want to give my everything deeply <laughs> from the motion happy motion picture happy, which I have not seen. Give me your love and love countdown. So that's what's on this thing. So I. Most of the tracks, good 80% of the tracks mentioned love or kissing. And the inside picture was taken by Harry Langdon. He's probably very famous, but I don't know who he is. All right, so hit me, babe. So they were a pretty big thing internationally. They had some albums here and did okay. They got their own sitcom with comedian Jeff Altman. I think it ran maybe three episodes and went away fast. It's one of those kind of legendary failures mm. of television. I liked Jeff Altman, too. He's a funny guy. Yeah, but his his comedy kind of got one note yeah, for a while. like a G. Sweet and meaty, big and bouncy thing. Yes. We saw him live. No, we didn't. I did. No. Me and some other people. Yeah. Hence the Wii. Yeah. Like, back in, 
I want to say 89. Yeah, so it's really funny. I mean, yeah, yeah. This is really disco. I, I'll go ahead and warn you. If you're not a fan of disco, this is not a record for you. <clears throat> this has all the disco's stereotypes and traits. Did that just skip? It did. <laughs> to Pink Lady. Well, that sounds like one of our videos does, doesn't it? We might have to do that. Uh-oh. We'll shoot that over a night, so huh? Just Larry alone in a room, in a dark room with a disco ball dancing to Pink Lady. I don't know what it is, but it went viral. <laughs> it probably would. Two million hits in three days. Look at this. What is it? Dancing to silence. <laughs> Why I do that a lot of the time. <laughs> then it would be that uh, it would be the Jedi kid. <laughs> be... Okay, so by request. Yeah. The, like the longest track on the album is like three and a half minutes. These are disco songs made for radio. This was an act when it came to America, it was complete publicity machine. disco back in the day but as I've gotten older it's gotten 
but they've gotten a reputation of being kind of this joke thing mm. from the 70s. And yeah, sometimes it's okay to go back and. It's a cute dog. Uh, hi, Marissa. Hello. We're listening to uh, 70s porn. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, Not quite. It's good. Give you one well, more. Klaus picked a good one. Give you one more then? <laughs> All right. Like I said, it's disco. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's something I would, see. I would listen to at home. Um... Limelight. Yeah. No, I'm serious. This would be an all skate kind of this song. This would be an all kind of yeah, all skate for sure. Was a reference we ever get on the podcast? What's that? I that was a reference we'd ever get on the podcast. All skate. skate. No, because I used to, I used to go roller skating as a kid. Like I went to. All right, everybody, get off the uh, thing. It's now couple skate only. Maybe next time uh, Neil takes over Harvey's office, well, that's all we'll call the episode. All skate. skate. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> oh no, I haven't skated ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, Neil strikes me as a guy who's probably had some inlines. No, you don't think so. How old is Neil? I don't know. Fifties or sixties? Got that Keith Richards thing going. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's not that bad, man. Well, I thought I would bring that. Klaus up. is a good choice, but don't come upstairs. Woo! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> so yeah, I found that over at the store, and it's like, yeah. Well, there you go. That was actually pretty good. So you and Klaus get a, a thumbs up. I'll uh, give Klaus a thumbs up. Well, well, he gets a picture of a thumbs up. You get the thing. Yeah. Oh, boy. <clears throat> Ooh. Woo! So there we go. So let's end with some Jeff Altman music. Hi, this is Stacy Palmer with Blue Dust Productions. I just want to congratulate Chris, Marissa, and Larry on 200 episodes of Achieving Reality, the podcast. I look forward to 200 more. Well, that was nice. That was nice to hear from Stacy. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. It's very nice of everybody to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. To say hello and, hey, you guys haven't completely wasted your time over 200 episodes. No, we have. <laughs> no, we've wasted other people's time. Well, that too, but... 200 weeks in a row. 200 weeks in a row. And there, we have never, just so everybody realizes this... We have never missed a week, so, and we think... Unless something really bad happens to me next week, in which case, uh... Episode 99 will not be going on. Larry's fault. Yeah. Oh, wow, man. Hey, apparently Neil has a new, uh, Neil's meditation for us. So, okay, go for it. Um, yeah, it makes my teeth vibrate, man. Really, that that was it. Uh, all right, well, tune in next week for another meals. Med- no, no, I got, I got more, man. Um, yeah.
Did my teeth vibrate? You jazz. Oh, God. Why do I deal with you? Tune in next week, possibly, for some more Neil's Meditation. Hey, this is Scott Davis with the Achieving Reality Podcast. I would like to thank my guests, Chris and Larry, for joining me on my 200th episode. And uh, with customer feedback, you know, maybe they'll be back for the 300th. Oh, no, customer feedback will keep us off. music we had another wired news oh yes another wired news so (laughs) i'm sorry the picture is just funny so uh to all you people that are uh discriminating and have good taste you know what hold on you might want to skip out here go the other way another 15 minutes or so just fast forward to the podcast. <laughs> this is anything like Larry's other weird news is going to earn his explicit tag this week. Oh, yeah. So, from the Cosmopolitan. <clears throat> the Cosmopolitan. Yes. Not just Cosmopolitan. No, from Cosmopolitan. Well, no, Cosmopolitan. Cosmopolitan.com. So, this is from Cosmopolitan. Yes, it's a show, apparently, that's on E! every Wednesday from 9 to 8. So, it's not... The magazine. It might be. Featuring, it's, it's the same. Featuring glamorous models and How is clothing you'll never eight? afford. I mean, eight, eight to nine. It's a long show. <laughs> it's a long, <laughs> it's long like, show. It's like, like TMZ, but 11 hours. 8 a.m. or something? Well, it's, it's an hour-long show. It's 11 hours with commercials. <laughs> Which on E, that could, could be. Could be, yes. But 90% of the commercials are just for other stuff on their network. <laughs> yeah. It's not like... It, it is the Cosmopolitan magazine. Apparently, they have a television version. Like, uh, entertainment television. Because entertainment television has a magazine. Entertainment magazine. So, go on. You were saying? So, uh... Marissa, you're going to learn something new here today. Oh, boy. I want this tonight. Well, well you, you might learn something new, too. <laughs> oh, boy. Possibly, maybe not. Mm, no, you, you can't do this the other way. Oh. How to give your partner a rusty trombone the right way. <laughs> From Cosmopolitan. From Cosmopolitan. Okay. By it's not, that's not with a K, is it? Nope. Should I take some notes? By Haley <laughs> McMillan. Haley being female, I'm assuming? That's what it seems I guess, like. I mean, there's Haley Joe Osman, too. So, I mean, could, be a, could be a guy, too. It might be. Get yourself a rim job that can do both. So here we go. Wait a long time to say that. <laughs> I've been waiting to say Rusty Trombone on the podcast for a while. You know, I just keep deleting those episodes. <laughs> re, 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 Rusty Trombone. Re, re, re. <laughs> That's Scruffy's favorite song. <laughs> so, 
There are two types of people in this world. Those who know what a rusty trombone is, and those who don't. Do you know what a rusty trombone is, Marissa? I have no idea. You'd be the second half. <laughs> if you're in the second group, congratulations! You're about to join the first group. All right, thank you. <clears throat> Here we go. Yeah, we'll talk Dirty Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland Steamer. <laughs> Strawberry Shortcake. Mm. Donkey Punch. These are all keywords for our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I might just tag it that way. So <laughs> that would be very funny. We got a lot of hits this week. A huge <laughs> number of hits. Like Episode 200 just blew it up. <laughs> Funny, 201 didn't do so well. <laughs> 99 did horribly. But look at this. A rusty trombone. <laughs> She's, she's preparing herself mentally for this. I'm about to bite down on some marmite. <laughs> Is the act of giving somebody a rim job. That would be the rusty part. That would be a rim shot. Which sounds dirtier. <laughs> sort of. And a hand job. The trombone part. At the same time. So to put this in your terms... <laughs> You'd be spanking my monkey while licking my asshole. Oh! <laughs> so, okay. At the same time, simultaneously licking your partner's anus and reaching around to give them a hand job. The name, admittedly silly, Rusty Trombone, sounds like... Admittedly silly? It <laughs> sounds like an urban sex legend rather than a real thing you could do with your partner tonight. And you... Could well, do it to it. Put a lot of urgency into this. <laughs> and it could be very, very hot. The combination of anal and penile stimulation can be explosive for the receiver and make the giver feel like a sex goddess. Unless you're gay. <laughs> then it would be a sex god. I don't know. Guys can feel like a sex goddess too if they I, want to. I guess. Nowadays. I'm not making judgments. Ostensibly, few couples are doing the rusty trombone on the reg. On the reg? Yeah, the regular, but they shortened oh, it. Okay. It's more common in porn than in people's in real life sex lives. IRL. Not just because people don't know what it is, but because anal play can be intimidating. <laughs> she looks like she's going to vomit. It's the Marmite. <laughs> But it doesn't have to be. What a great combination. <laughs> Marmite and Rusty Trombone. <laughs> the episode that you'll never be rid of the taste of. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it tastes like salt and butt. <laughs> I'm sure Kristen is so glad she contributed to this episode. <laughs> But it doesn't have to be intimidating. Ahead, expert tips on how to play your own trombone at home. <laughs> Buckle up, folks. This is going to be a long one. Oh, let's hope not. <laughs> one, talk with your partner about how slash if the rusty trombone will play out. <laughs> well, I'm going to bust out of the closet. <laughs> 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 
So it removes all the spontaneity from the situation. You sit there and plan it out. <laughs> up and then down. And then up and then down. Hint. Chances are the rimming will be the thornier issue. That's kind of the first time I've heard those two concepts put together. Oh, God, this is going to be great. <laughs> hey. Uh, this is Larry going off like this. We don't have to worry about the squeaky chair. <laughs> Surprise butt stuff is never ever a good idea. Surprise! Why ever? So don't sneak it into sex to see how your partner reacts. Discuss it first. Well, it depends. What happens? <laughs> what happens at first? <laughs> Somebody says, excuse me. jumps out of the closet. <laughs> <laughs> You're candid camera! Well, really, well, candid camera. Hopefully the uh, the other person also is... Uh, is conscious. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's conscious. <laughs> Regular. So, see if they're open to it. I'm going to have a hard time doing this. Uh, well, you make everything dirty. <laughs> I know, this shit's just straight up dirty. <laughs> See, they're open to trying it. Sex educator and former porn performer Kelly performer? Shibari <laughs> advises. If they are... They drop the whole actor thing, huh? If they are, discuss everything from cleanliness to how far they're willing to go. Yeah. Rimming only? Rimming in a tongue in there? Rimming in a finger? No tongue rimming, but they're cool with a lubed finger circling the outside. <laughs> Get super specific, then stay the course when the action starts, unless you talk about switching it up. Switching it up? If you're not even <laughs> sure how to start that conversation. Don't. <laughs> honestly, articles like this are a great way to break the ice, says this person. I read a great article this week. That takes it to you. <laughs> Some straight dudes are worried that butt play, even though enjoying prostate stimulation, has literally nothing to do with your sexual sexuality. It can be helpful to parse out some of these stereotypes with your guy before diving in. <laughs> <laughs> if the conclusion of the convo well, is that they're that cost a lot, Larry. Yeah, is that they're just not interested? That's cool too. But if they are, proceed to step two. God. Step two. Have your partner clean up, but they don't need to douche. <laughs> Shibari tells me that she's really only ever rimmed guys in porn before, and that there are benefits to this. Male performers on a porn set are tested, showered, shaved pretty much everywhere. She says you don't really have any surprises lurking there. For example, an unexpected forest of hair or lurking shit. <laughs> lurking. 
Sorry for that, but we're talking about ass play here. That is actually the next sentence. If you've made it this far, you knew what you were in for. Oh my god. <laughs> and on that note, uh-oh. While showers or at least baby wipes can help you, your and your partner feel more comfortable about the butt play, cuz I'm not going to say the word <laughs> analingus. Remember that I can't it's say so <laughs> remember that it's unrealistic to expect that a butthole be 100% free of any smells <laughs> or tastes like Marmite. Well, if you spread some Marmite back there, they won't be worried about any other flavors that may come across. <laughs> Sex educator Put and, butter there first and, and founder of Spectrum Boutique, <clears throat> Zoe Lig something. Uh, I discourage folk from anal douching simply because it's harsh on the body's natural anal lining. That yeah. actually... Can't argue with that. No, you can't argue with that. That's actually... You know, that'd be like sticking a bar of soap up your ass. Don't do that. But you gotta clean that crack, though. <laughs> you might want to take off your lipstick for this one. This is number three. Yeah, give her the receiver. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when rimming, I always opted for a bare lip, or rather, by the time things got around to that on set, my lipstick was pretty much gone. Anything you have your lips on will probably end up on your cheeks because butt cheeks. <laughs> That's literally how that sentence ends. Because butt cheeks. She said. Oh, I get it. Yeah, she says to avoid goopy lip gloss. <laughs> that one took me a second. She says to avoid goopy lip gloss and points Interesting out. Blush you're using these days. <laughs> points out that you can use your free hand to gently push one butt cheek away to keep lube slash spit slash your chapstick from smearing all over your face. Although it might end up there anyway. If you are looking for a neat and tidy sex move, you came to the wrong article, mister. <laughs> nice day we got there. Want to smear? <laughs> I'm going to hear that sentence again. Four. Play an overture before you get to the trombone symphony. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> and it goes, uh, sorry, foreplay. I'm talking about uh, talking about how you should do foreplay. All right, jazz, so, or, jazz you know, or orchestral. Make up your mind. Yeah. So there's you don't want to dive right into 76 trombones in the big parade. <laughs> no. Do something else beforehand. But it always makes an activity more festive. <laughs> <laughs> I highly recommend lots and lots and lots of teasing before going straight for the asshole. <laughs> Sex therapist Vanessa Marin says, the whole backside area is full of nerve endings. So you don't want to miss this one by going straight for the asshole itself. You know, don't miss everything else. Just go, you just hit right for the bullseye. See that jet chocolate starfish? Go for it. <clears throat> uh, where was I? She suggests kissing well, you are going to be doing this already, licking and stroking that sexy curve between your partner's thighs and butt cheeks. <laughs> Taint. <laughs> Larry translates. Massaging their cheeks with your hands and exploring their butt crack and per perineum taint with your fingers. This will help them relax. No, that's going to make me go, clinch! <laughs> oh, sorry, did I just take off a finger? 
and be more receptive to your tongue and lips. <laughs> this is so wrong. Fine. Who found the article? <laughs> yeah, who found this article, Larry? <laughs> you can use... Changing the name of it to Larry's Weird News. <laughs> Isn't it already basically that? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Can you, you can use lube on both sides, but definitely use it for at least the hand job. While your rim job will have lubrication of at least your saliva until your tongue dries out, <laughs> the hand-penis combo has no such luck. Plus a little jazz band. Hand-penis combo. <laughs> Squeeze a little lube into your hand, and if you like, apply it to your partner's anus before the rusty trombone. In general, I am not a fan of flavored lubes because they can have some gross chemicals in them. You're going to lick an asshole. <laughs> Why are you worried about... Oh, that was Marmite on my thumb. Ew. <laughs> um. <laughs> um. <laughs> but if you want to try favored lube, she recommends Wicked Sensual Care's Body Safe Line. No, I want a body unsafe one. <laughs> I was just about to say, I want to provide the body horrible, horribly dangerous line. Here, baby, put this on. How does that make you feel? I'm bleeding internally. Try a new lube. Yeah, with kerosene. <laughs> As does Shibari. Mint chocolate chip and salted caramel. I mean, why not? Because I'll never be able to eat mint chocolate chip and salted caramel ice cream again. <laughs> as far as the jerking off goes, lube will reduce friction, meaning more fluid, pleasurable motions. Opt for silicone or hybrid lube since it tends to last longer on the skin. Woo! In the landfill. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here's a great idea, everybody. Listen really hard to this one. Six. Steer clear of bacteria and STIs. Infections. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you. SDIs can be transmitted through rimming. Duh! <clears throat> it's the dirtiest part of the body you're getting ready to play with with your face. SDIs also the Space Defense Initiative. <laughs> Since viruses and bacteria can transfer from genitals to the anal area and vice versa, Marissa's is loving <laughs> the butt jokes today. She'll never laugh at another butt joke again after this one. Someone will fart in her position yeah. and just start crying. Oh, humanity. What happened to you? I don't know. I but someone will belch and she'll giggle like an idiot for three hours. <laughs> That's one, of the, you. <laughs> that's one of the many reasons everyone should get tested on a regular basis. Rimming also carries a risk of bacterial infection. Duh! Any type of virus or bacteria can be transmitted via... Okay, they've already gone through this whole thing talking about jerking off and licking an anus. Now they're saying poop. <laughs> now they're saying poop? Yes. Well, they ran out of words. Such as hepatitis A can be transmitted via analingus. <laughs> okay, that is the one word I don't like saying. Even worse than ointment. Or moist. That's <laughs> <laughs> fancy vocabulary there. Uh, you can use a dental dam to, incre to increase your risks. To decrease your risks. However... This is not risky enough. Ligon or no, Ligon. No, there's nothing for me. It's not risky enough. 
recommends applying a bit of lube on the side of the dam in contact with your partner for a better sensation for them. After the act, you can use antiseptic mouthwash. Use it. I'm going to fucking guzzle this stuff up. And gently swish, but not a toothbrush, right away. You guys might want that toothbrush again someday. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, since that might cause microscopic gum scratches and that viruses or bacteria can in it. Okay, so now we're getting into the meat of the thing. <clears throat> Have your partner stand or lie on their back. Okay. The most common way to do this is to have your partner stand with their legs slightly apart while you're near behind them, stick your face in their butt, and reach around to grasp their penis. It's not the only option, though. <clears throat> you can also have your partner lie on their back with their butt off the edge of the bed, then stack pillows on the floor underneath them until you can rest your head on them. And that's about a lot of fucking pillows. Just saying. Uh, and, uh, <clears throat> and your tongue has access to the anus. Then you can wing your elbows out to the side and grasp the schlong above your head. Oh my god, there's actually a picture of. Uh, Say a diagram. No, it's a picture, an actual photo, and it's a video. And I'm not clicking it. Of a famous model doing a rusty trombone. Okay. <clears throat> Use flat, wide tongue strokes. This is number eight. While every person likes different types of stimulation, broad, flat strokes with the tongue tend to disperse the pressure in a more pleasurable way. If you use your entire tongue... How many steps are there? Uh, 208. Hmm. Uh, One for each episode, right? <laughs> let your tongue... No, I, there's probably eight, ten. There's ten. <laughs> oh, good. An end in sight. All right. Okay, well... But I'm pumped. <laughs> uh, play with his ass let it hit the perineum uh, you can also indirectly stimulate the prostate which many folks enjoy after these wide strokes try honing in on the asshole itself aren't you already doing that if the guy's asking you to do this I let, let the body bend his eye <laughs> <laughs> honing in stay on target stay on target oh no they killed Porkins no 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 he's not dead he's just not part of the uh, rusty trombone thank you gold leader <laughs> gold leader this is black leader Brown leader. Uh, <laughs> brown leader. <laughs> this is brass leader. Don't assume that just because your partner wanted a rim job, you can stick your tongue in there too. Improve your hand job game by trying twisting motions, the infinite hole technique, and frenulum stimulation. Honestly, props to you. Is there each going to be another segment? Honestly, props to you. No, they're not. Props to you, if you're giving a rusty trombone, you manage to do anything other than simple up and down shaft motions with your hands if you want major coordination points. Though, try twisting your hand back and forth as you grip the shaft, or deploy the infinite Boy. hole technique, where Boy. you move your hand, yes. Stay on target. <laughs> where you move your hand up and downward along the shaft, place your other hand on top of that hand. Before the head reaches the end of your top hand, remove the lower hand and place it on top to continue the sensation. You can do it in the reverse direction too. We have skin. You will just tear skin off at this point. We're just going to bunch it up and there will be nothing left. Also, ridge the penis, the tissue uh, underneath the penis head. That's the frenomenum. It's super sensitive. <laughs> and stimulating it with your thumb and forefinger is gently an A-plus move. We're doing this tonight, Marissa. 
Um, no, I'm, I'm going to make sure so. I've got really good gas, too. So. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Ask your partner. When, do you, when don't you? <laughs> <laughs> right now. Uh, no, ask the partner to return the favor. You did it! You performed the rusty trombone. Now, your partner can give you the female body-specific equivalent and combined rimming and fingering when you're... If you're guessing that there'd be a cutesy term for this, too, you're absolutely right. It's called the rusty trumpet. So there you go. <clears throat> How to gross out your wife and your podcast partner all in one <laughs> shot. And yourself. And yourself. <clears throat> wow, that was... Um... Informative. And now we know how to give and receive a rusty trombone. Okay. Thank you, and cue music. Wow, I can't believe I've been doing this for 200 episodes. Well, I hope you really enjoyed this 200th episode. Uh, we had a bunch of wacky stuff going on. We got to hear from uh, our good friend uh, Scott again, I believe. And uh, I wasn't really paying attention. And I know I was there, but I don't know what Harvey has decided to put on the show. So, um, uh, yeah, I hope you all enjoyed it. And stay tuned next week for more Achieving Rally the Podcast in episode 201. Who would have thunk it? See you soon. Bye-bye then. Okay now. Bye. See ya. Get out. No, really. Tired of talking to you. Get the hell out. No. Come on. No. Turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it. You all right? I have no idea. <laughs> I may be dying. <laughs> Keep the recorders rolling. Can I get you some hot water? This episode of Achieving Reality, the podcast, man, has been brought to you by Hot Tarts, man. Do you like to eat? Do you like smoking hot food? How about spicy stuff? Do you like that? Of course you do. You're not a bleeding pansy. Well, AR Fans has finally met your need. Hot Tarts. These burgers are great. Just pop them in your nuka for 15 minutes in our asbestos and Kevlar pouch. And then dive right in. There are several flavors available. Buffalo chicken, taco, steak, General Tso's chicken, and spicy tofu. All with a hint of behut, jalo, kaya, pepper, whatever that is. Hot Tots by AR Foods. Super tasty and full of flavor. Grab yours today. Hey, this smells pretty good. Let me, let me get a bottle of water. Oh, my holy maker! This thing is... Oh! Hey, look at that, man. Someone left some food on the stand, man. I'll just, I'll just take some of it. Oh, oh man, man, not cool, man, seriously uncool, I need some cashew milk stat, man, ow. Oh, they must be done for the day, oh, look at there, a sandwich, hey, 
This is pretty good. Needs to be a bit hotter, though. Mm. Yes? Hey. <laughs> Guess who just walked in? Me. It's a Steven. Not an Welcome to the podcast, Stephen. Welcome to the podcast, Stephen. Hey! Hey! Food! Now get out of the podcast, Stephen. Go eat. My voice with the person we've been talking about. Yeah. iTunes is now crammed full of 200 episodes and miscellaneous stuff that we've done.